This is AgriPulse Daybreak for Friday, September 27th, brought to you by the American Association of Crop Insurers. Good morning. I'm Jeff Daly. Here's today's headlines. Could impeachment speed up USMCA? USTR, next move up to China, and prevent plant checks headed to farmers. Lawmakers leave behind questions about USMCA and the budget. A government shutdown has been adverted, but lawmakers are leaving behind some major unfinished business as they recess for two weeks amid the new impeachment push in the U.S. House. The Senate cleared a stopgap spending bill on Thursday to keep the government funded through November 21st, but the Senate and House still have a long way to go to pass spending bills for fiscal 2020, which starts Tuesday. And now... There's a question of what Democrats' new focus on impeachment will mean for farm groups' number one legislative priority, that the U.S.-Mexico-Canada agreement. Dems emphasize positive ahead of Lighthizer meeting. House Speaker Nancy Pelosi and other Democrats are lauding the progress being made on moving towards ratification of the USMCA, that ahead of a meeting today with U.S. Trade Representative Robert Lighthizer. Let me just say, we're moving ahead on the U.S.-Mexico-Canada agreement, Pelosi told reporters as she wrapped up a news conference that was dominated by impeachment questions. Again, we're hoping to be on a continued path to yes. I take note. Pelosi brought up the USMCA issue herself. She clearly felt she had to assure nervous USMCA supporters that the issue wasn't being pushed aside. Progress today? Well, the meeting today with Lighthizer is expected to be fruitful, said Representative Jimmy Gomez of California, a member of that select group of lawmakers tasked with negotiating changes to USMCA. Gomez told AgriPulse that the plan was to give Lighthizer an official response to his last offer on meeting Democratic demands. Lighthizer, meanwhile, is stressing his willingness to work with Democrats, saying the Democrats have asked for specific and sensible things that they want assurances on, he told reporters uh, in New York on Wednesday night. We should modify this legislation to accommodate their needs. This should be a bipartisan bill. It should be something where there are wins for the president and there are wins for the speaker and for the Democrats. Dems insist they can multitask. Democrats are pushing back against concerns that a formal impeachment inquiry could bog down the USMCA ratification process. Chandler Gould, CEO of the National Association of Wheat Growers, tells AgriPulse there are legitimate fears that impeachment is going to stall everything. But he also said he hopes House Democrats can compartmentalize and look at impeachment and the USMCA at the same time. And that is the plan, according to Representative Rosa Delario. She told reporters, we can walk and chew gum at the same time. Gomez said the impeachment activity may even serve to speed up USMCA ratification as Democrats look to minimize the swirling political uncertainty. It's all up to China. When the high-level Chinese delegation arrives for the next round of trade talks in Washington in a little over a week, success will be largely dependent on them. That House Agriculture Chairman Colin Peterson after he met for more than an hour with Lighthizer on Thursday. It's all up to China, Peterson told AgriPulse. It's not up to us. Basically, what Lighthizer said was that when the Chinese decide they want an agreement, they're very close to being able to get it. The trade talks essentially fell apart in May after Lighthizer returned from China and accused the Chinese of reneging on agreements they'd previously made. 
U.S. officials are now saying they hope China will reverse course at the next round of talks and vow to live up to those agreements. China buying U.S. soy at a quick pace. USDA yesterday announced another daily export sale of U.S. soybeans to China. That sale was for 257,000 metric tons, and it followed close on the heels of a 581,000-ton sale Wednesday. But the department's latest weekly report paints a bigger picture of the recent uptick in sales and export activity earlier this month, leading up to the big purchase this week. China was the top of the list for net sales and exports for the weekly period of September 13 to 19, according to USDA. The department reported net sales of 391,400 tons for 2019-20 delivery and fiscal exports of 207,400 tons. Prevent plant top-ups set for release. Producers who file prevent plant claims should get supplemental payments through their insurance providers starting in mid-October, according to USDA. The payments will amount to an extra 15% on farmers' prevent plant indemnities, assuming they have the harvest price option, 10% if they don't. All 14 insurance providers are participating in the supplemental payment program. Final day for DMC sign-up. Today is the last day for milk producers to enroll in the Dairy Margin Coverage Program for 2019 coverage. The original deadline was last Friday, but that was extended one week until today. A USDA spokesman says there will be no more extensions and that the 2020 sign-up will start October 7th. That's a week from Monday. USFWS sued over neonics. The Fish and Wildlife Service decision last year to allow genetically engineered crops to be grown and neonicotinoid insecticides to be used on national wildlife refuges is being challenged in court. The Center for Food Safety and Center for Biological Diversity filed a lawsuit yesterday in federal court in Washington over the service reversal of its 2014 decision to phase out the use of GE crops and neonics on refuges. Farmers push for deal as more plants close. Biofuel advocates and Midwestern farmers say President Trump's political future with farmers hangs on the balance of his biofuel deal. We don't want to drag this thing on. There's no reason this announcement can't be made in the next two weeks or less, that Iowa corn farmer and Siouxland Energy President Kelly Nienhaus speaking with reporters yesterday. Some 17 ethanol plants and nine bale diesel plants across the country have closed or idle production. Lost gallons from small refinery exemption to blame, biofuel supporters say. Also, not being able to haul corn and soybean crops to nearby processing plants has farmers concerned as the harvest quickly approaches. Iowa farmer Daryl Hawk said, Harvest is here, and we have large stocks of soybean oil on hand. Our crush plants need to have a domestic outlet for that soybean oil. Food Manufacturers Group Rebranding The Grocery Manufacturers Association, which lost some major member companies amid the debate over GMO labeling and other issues, is changing its name and expanding its reach. Starting next year, GMA will be known as the Consumer Brands Association. GMA President and CEO Jeff Freeman said the change would unite the totality of the consumer packaged goods industry around a focused, proactive agenda. Here's today's She Said It. I haven't read the full report. If you do want to talk about ethanol, 
I am happy to talk about ethanol because that's where all my efforts are right now. That's Senator Joni Ernst, Iowa Republican to Washington Post reporter Robert Costa, when asked about the whistleblower report. Well, that's Daybreak for this Friday, September 27th, brought to you by the American Association of Crop Insurers. For the latest news out of Washington, D.C., visit AgriPulse.com. For AgriPulse Daybreak, I'm Jeff Daly.